adventure story worth all the world in gold. We were young and foolish, and you, you were so bold. We're hearing the Bumper Jacksons with their tune, Adventure Story. If the group happens to sing this song when they perform this Saturday in Hawley, there will be subtle echoes of the story that has unfolded right there in Hawley, a story that's actually made it possible for bands like the Bumper Jacksons to perform in the first place in Hawley. The story of the song and the real-life saga both involve dreams and the innocence to pursue those dreams. The song opens with these words, an adventure story worth all the world in gold. We were young and foolish, and you, you were so bold. In the real tale, all we'd need to do is substitute we for you. We were so bold, for instance. We crafted a vision that young folks only dream of. We grabbed this spinning world by its tail with our ambitious hearts. We climbed on its back with our hearts and arms open wide. And we held on, and we held on, and projected our dream into flight. This weekend marks the official opening of Harmony in the Woods, a new outdoor performance space in Hawley, in Wayne County. Growing out of Harmony Presents, that opened in 2011 at the Boiler Room at the Hawley Silk Mill, Jill Carletti is creative manager of Harmony Presents, and she thrills to bringing a wide range of musicians and bands to the region. And she's especially fond of the super storytellers among them, not just the Bumper Jacksons with Adventure Story, but as she'll tell us, the distinctive writer-song-singer, that's how she's described, Heather Maloney, and as part of the Poetry in Sound Weekend, Loudon Wainwright III as well. We asked Jill Carletti, to tell us something of the story and adventure that is Harmony in the Woods. Henry Skyer and I began producing performances in the Holly Silk Mill. And at the time, we were kind of just two kids, sort of, with a dream, and had this idea that Holly needed in the surrounding area, needed some more entertainment opportunities. and we started doing weekly performances, and oftentimes we would have a few in a week. And we started that in 2011, and we really just started very bare bones. It really spread word of mouth, and my main objective the entire time was just bringing and curating quality performers. Many of them were not famous or had really much of a following in the area, but they were just darn good. My main requirement would be that they had a very unique sound and that they had just really either a combination of both incredible chops and musician skills and the lyrics and stage presence and all of that. And in addition to, I did also always look for performers that that promoted themselves well too, uh, on their own their own online presence and whatnot. But we we did that 
uh, in the boiler room mostly in, again, the Holly Silk Mill. And really, we always dreamed of having our own space, our own place. We, we rented. And at that time, I was also really in charge of all of the nitty-gritty from booking the bands, advertising the, the shows, cleaning up the beer bottles, <laughs> running the sound, doing the tickets. It was, it, was, it, was a, it was a lot. And now, well, we had our last show in the boiler room. Actually, it was maybe almost exactly four years ago. It was around this time that we had our last show in the boiler room of the Holly Silk Mill. And so for two years, we weren't really quite sure. We wanted, we knew we would have a new home somehow, some way. We just weren't really quite sure. We started making some plans, uh, and it, nothing really, really came to fruition for a little while until two years ago, we really seemed to get a new start and a new kick and that there seemed to be some good movement happening. And then COVID happened, and then that slowed us down. But now here we are after a lot of work by some really wonderful contractors, project managers, a lot of people involved. And we now have this beautiful outdoor amphitheater in the woods of Holly, PA. And we also now have formed into a 501c3 charitable nonprofit organization and are doing mostly, we have our summer performances lined up and we have two performances a week on Fridays and Saturdays, sometimes more, sometimes we'll have a Sunday performance. We're also doing some children's shows and it's just been really such a, a, a joy to really be there from the beginning and, I mean, have these, this dream that maybe something like this may happen. And, and here we are, that we're, we're doing it. And uh, it's, it's, it's just an exciting time, I think, for a lot of us, for many of us, not just those of us in the organization, but it's many people that came to the shows in the boiler room of the Holly Silk Mill are just so excited to return. And especially after the really difficult and challenging year that we had, with COVID and not being able to get out and enjoy performances and music and enjoy the innate human things that we like to enjoy. And now here it is. And it's even nicer and even more calming because we're an outdoor venue. So that's, that's been a real, again, just a, a bit of a dream come true for us. And you are dreamers and you are risk takers because you didn't really know, did you, 10 years ago that you would have a consistent audience that could sustain a weekly series like you no, did? No, no, no. We, we did not. We did not know. And it was. It was just very much, you know, there is almost like that youthful, let's give it a try <laughs> kind of a approach that we had. And, and, yeah, through a lot of hustle, a lot of, a lot of sweat. And we, we did. We ended up cultivating an audience. Really, a lot of it, again, was so much in the beginning, so much just word of mouth. We weren't really doing very much advertising. I don't think we even had a sign. We did not have a sign for the performance series in the Holly Silk Mill. And it was most people, it was like a secret. People did not know that we existed until they knew we existed. And then they came so often. A lot of people would come. I would see them almost every week. 
and or or just often. And so now, uh, after kind of seeing that we can indeed have have the consistent demand for for live performance, we also then took another step forward even further in, in, into creating our own space for the summer. And Jill, just for old time's sake, did you invite anybody for this summer season who'd been with you at the boiler room? Oh, yeah. There are two opening performers have both been with us in the boiler room in the past. <laughs> Gold Magnolias on Friday, which is sold out, and they're a phenomenal group. And then the Bumper Jacksons on Saturday, which are Washington Music Area Award winners in several different categories. They're like described as roots jazz, country swing, and street blues. And it just really kind of captures the sounds from the Appalachian Mountains to New Orleans. They just really cover the landscape of America, and it's just such a fun, upbeat toe-tapping, foot-stomping kind of band. So th- those are two groups that we've had in the past. We've had the Nat Osborne Band in the past. They're coming on July 31st. And they're a, a cross between Stevie Wonder and, if you've heard of the band Muse, they're kind of a cross between those two sounds. Very like There's a, a real a pop undertone through all of their music, but it's very, very, it has like a Gershwin-esque tone to it. Too. But it, but there, it's like a little bit of a darker Gershwin-esque tone. And that band has several brass and horn players, and it just has a really big New York sound. And we also have the Sea of the Sea, which is like similar to a Simon and Garfunkel, very tight harmonies, beautiful lyrical music. And that they are our closing evening performance of the season. And we also, before that, we have Heather Maloney on August 20th, who was just always floored us. She came a couple times to the boiler room of the Holly Silk Mill, and she's kind of like your modern-day Joni Mitchell. Like She's like today's Joni Mitchell. She's just, her lyrics will leave you, leave you as a puddle on the floor and also put you high in the sky with just the joy and the sorrow and all the emotions of her, of her songwriting uh, and the musicality. She spent several years. I think this is interesting because I feel like it lent to how her uh, music writing ability and 
but she spent several years in the silent meditation, uh, a monastery, really. She spent several years in a monastery and silence, and it's like all of that, like, pent up within her. And then she just, when she came out, she just started writing all these amazing songs. And so those are a few of the those are the performers that we have returning. It's a whole bunch that we have never had yet in the boiler room because either A, we didn't hear of them or didn't really know them, or I didn't know them at least, or B, they were also a little bit too outside of what we could do in the boiler room, meaning that either they were a little bit priced out of our range because, you know, it's music business and we have to... That's all part of what needs to be considered. But now we also are able to take a little bit more, a few more risks, but we also uh, have a larger capacity. And what is that capacity? Jill, you said that the gold magnolias were sold out. What would that mean? We have 150 feet capacity, so it's still quite intimate, but it's more than what we had in the boiler room. And how about your sound system? How did you devise a sound system to accommodate the outdoors and the landscape where you are? Well, we we hired great professionals to essentially make that happen. We do. We have a sound system that will weather, excuse the pun, the weather. <laughs> and, and, and it sounds great. We just had a, a pre-opening, a soft opening a week ago with local jazz performers, and it sounded great. So we're, we're very excited about how the, the rest of the season and how it's going to sound with all types of genres of music that we'll be presenting. And I always go back, Jill, to the fact that you have exceptional taste. And you told me once that you do all kinds of searching online and you listen yeah. to YouTube and all of that. And that's some of the way you find groups, right? Yeah, I, I do. I listen to people, too. A lot of people have suggestions about what they like. And so I really try to keep all of it balanced. But I do uh, a ton of research online. I look at all of the regional and national I'll go through and see who's playing where. And and what really works live are often these groups that have something really especially unique about them, whether that means they capture a sound that we don't hear very often, or maybe there's some very interesting instruments they're using. For example, I, I remember one of the groups that both maybe the last year that we had in the boiler room was a group called House of Waters which was uh, a group that they all studied in India and different places around the world. And the, the one essentially, essentially like a xylophone player was just, I mean, it was the most amazing music I've ever heard on xylophone. Like I never knew a xylophone could sound like that. just really, again, try 
to bring things that are going to make you dream, pique your interest, like kind of evoke that wonder, that childlike wonder in the universe again that so many of us get kind of like, it gets like stale. Everything is, nothing's novel anymore to adults, but sometimes you can, you can get that novelty back. And, and, and I, I find it and I discover it in music and in all of the arts really, but here is definitely the outlet for music and just create that sense of, wow, that sense of wonder, that sense of the world is bigger than me. (laughs) And I I love that, that we can find that in music. Jill, you suggested that you're able to do things now that you weren't able to do at the boiler room. One of the things that's different or a little bit different than what I traditionally did in the past is that we are producing, not that I wouldn't do this before, but we have more of it, at least in proportion to what what was typically done. But we do have some more Broadway and jazz than we've had in the past. In the past, it was often more folk bluegrass, not to say that there wasn't showings of other types of genres. So we have a couple Broadway performers that are coming And we're so honored to have them perform with us in the woods. Also, going back to one of my favorite categories of bluegrass, we are featuring a a tremendous group, Jacob Jollis, Tony Trishka, and Mike Robinson trio. And the three of them are bluegrass powerhouses and, and more like new grass powerhouses. Tony Trishka, he taught Bela Fleck when he was just a teenager. Granted, he admits Bela Fleck did not need lessons for very long, but he did teach him, and he also is what's called the great banjo liberationist by NPR and one of the, the great father of modern bluegrass by the New York Times. Jacob Jollis himself was the mandolin player for Yonder Mountain String Band, which is a very prominent bluegrass, progressive bluegrass band in the country. And Mike Robinson tours with Farrah Jarose and Railroad Earth, and we're honored to have the three of them on July 17th. And our Broadway performers are the Weekend Friar. We have Sally Wilfert and Joseph Falcon. Uh, Sally Wilfert was in a like in a whole bunch of Broadway performances. Uh, many of the people I've met have said, oh, I've seen her in Spelling Bee, or oh, I saw her in The King and I. So she's been in a lot. And Joseph Falcon, her pianist, has been all over the world playing classical and Broadway pieces for a variety of, of singers, including Reba McIntyre and a lot of Broadway stars. We have Lori Krause Trio on July 30th. And she's a a, a tremendous jazz singer. Uh, She kind of embodies Sarah Vaughn and a few other prominent jazz singers. Lori Krause, and I think it's lovely to have jazz and Broadway. Yeah, and the Broadway performances in particular, I just knowing from the repertoire, there'll be 
showcasing the Broadway-based performances really are going to have you all over the map emotionally. <laughs> I believe and I have found hyperbole is not what makes the world go round just living just navigating firm and level ground has power to astound I have found I have found It's been said And I have heard That quiet doesn't have to be a dirty word Just incredible storytelling in, in their music And it, it's going to be such a, such a great night to reflect on life. I enjoy the emotion on stage that we can all so deeply relate to and and so artfully done. So yeah, it's going to be, we have a bunch of really, really wonderful nights ahead of us in the woods. Now, when we come to listen, should we bring chairs? Should we bring blankets? How do we sit? Yeah, so actually this is new news that uh, will be advertising very soon. But we are providing chairs for our stage-side tickets. Those are the tickets closest to the stage. Audiences are welcome to bring their own chairs. We will also have some available to rent on-site if you did not bring your own chair. It's a limited amount of chairs. But again, audiences, yes, please bring your own chair, especially if you're sitting on the hillside where a chair is not included. And our rain locations, we have two rain, rain locations, which we're basically, for any really heavy rain, we're going to, or constant or whatever, we will be moving through. We have two local churches lined up that are our backup venues for the performances, and we'll notify all our ticket buyers in advance on the days of the show about the plans. But you can also, for the outdoor hour, our home venue, you may also bring blankets if you'd like. But we are kind of encouraging chairs are probably best. And it's, it's bring your own wine, beer, snacks. We're encouraging audiences to patron local restaurants and establishments and support local businesses. Perhaps get dinner out, get takeout and bring it to the, to the show. And it's terrific that you have a sold-out opening show. What does that say, Jill? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of our our fans have been really anxious to to see us get started again. And this is, as I say, the recreation, uh, reincarnation and recreation of Harmony Presents, now as Harmony in the Woods, under the foundation for Harmony Presents. And I think people have just been eager to see us come back and music's a great connector. I think we've talked about this in the past. You know, we've had a couple challenging years, and music can be really healing for communities. Performing arts in general can be very healing for communities. It can help people remember the things that we have in common, which I think are generally much more than what we don't have in common. And I, and I also believe, as I think and Frank believes is that m- most people are, are great people. <laughs> uh, 
most people are are beautiful people. And I think when you can have a place to be surrounded by other people who are great people and in the presence of beautiful music, great music, uh, it, it can really lift your spirits and also be a great reminder of of our of all that we have in common that we have to appreciate about each other and just again just remind us of of all the good things there are in in this world you know it's it's, it's easy to get a little cynical sometimes but i really believe that the performing art can re-enliven that that sense of childlike wonder the uh, openness to the beauty of the world and uh, also cultivate empathy within people. No wonder the name Harmony in both Presents and Harmony in the Woods, it means much more than notes on a musical scale. Yeah, 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 it it is much more than that. One of the things I like to do in my own private life and also a teacher, like they're called mandalas, and mandalas also are all about harmony about the relationship between all things, between like each living thing uh, on the planet and how we relate to the universe and the balance of it all. And harmony, the connections between music and visual art, music and psychology, all the psychological roots. There's, there's definitely a lot of meaning embedded in, in our name and in our mission and who we are. And to do that in nature, to have harmony in the woods as a reminder of, again, our relationship to our planet and to our environment is all, all meaningful. Jill Carletti, Creative Manager of Harmony Presents speaking with us about Harmony in the Woods, a new outdoor performance space in Hawley in Wayne County, growing out of Harmony Presents that opened in 2011 at the Boiler Room at the Hawley Silk Mill. We have a full roster of performances right into the very end of August. That's what we have to look forward to. And Harmony in the Woods is, as we have suggested, more than just a performance venue. There's a sense of vision involved. The Foundation for Harmony Presents seeks to enlighten and engage the human spirit by giving a platform for artistic discoveries and lifelong reflection and learning in our most basic and natural habitat nestled amongst the trees at our home amphitheater, Harmony in the Woods. We invite you to join us in the woods where performance is in our nature. And Jay Unger and Molly Mason will be featured at Harmony in the Woods, and that's a performance on Friday, July 9th. For more information about Harmony in the Woods, it's harmonyinthewoods.org, harmonyinthewoods.org. And the directions to get there are right on the site, and it's easy to find Harmony in the Woods, harmonyinthewoods.org. 
As Jill Carletti told us, Friday, July 2nd is sold out. It's the Gold Magnolias, but Saturday, July 3rd, the opening weekend, the Bumper Jacksons are on hand, and we heard them at the start. It's a wonderfully personality-filled ensemble. And then Friday, July 9th, next weekend, the weekend after that, Jay Unger and Molly Mason, Friday, July 9th, and then the Broadway show on Saturday, July 10th. For more information, harmonyinthewoods.org.